1: All right, welcome back to the Handmade Podcast, episode 35. Just like that. You you just jump
2: into this. Yeah, he's good. Let's just do it. We were just sitting here peacefully two seconds ago. Now we're doing a podcast.
1: Well, the pre-show is, you know, the pre-show is something that I feel like if if I don't break us out of it, we'll stay in it forever. (laughs) Yeah, we've done (laughs) hour-long
3: pre-shows before.
1: And then an hour-long post-show. Yeah, and if you sign up for our Patreon, if you join the thousand dollar a month tier, you can get, <laughs> uh, you can get access to we, the pre and the post show. We should start one.
3: does that. We should start one and see if anyone pays.
1: We should do yeah. See we'll if do, anyone's we'll do crazy 500 enough, five hundred for the pre show and five hundred for the post show, or a thousand for both. That's it. Huh. I mean, do that. you know, we don't need much. <laughs> yeah no. Yeah no. Uh, uh, anyway, um. It's a uh, it's a beautiful March here in New York. How have you guys been? Oh, Good,
2: beautiful March, dude. Fucking seventy degrees out two days ago. I know. Today, I go out of my basement; it was snowing out like a blizzard. I was today. getting hail. <laughs> I'm like, yep. Are you shitting me? I'm like, welcome. I to thought the my window. building was going to blow I'll over. Be painted. I know, <laughs> scary. I know. That's what the winds have, have been scary. They're they like pretty pretty violent. I heard the right.
3: insulation like cracking. I'm like, oh, here we go. Ooh. Like, uh, that's well, it. At least if it falls, it'll be padded. So mm. you don't have that to worry. stuff's. He- <laughs> if you got hit with a chunk of the hat, that'd be Oof, pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff's heavy. I um. And hard. I was uh,
1: trying to get my seats out of the van today, and they're they are way like. They're way a ton. They're such a pain in the ass. And, of so course, awful. as I'm, like, pulling them out of the van, I get a huge gust of wind that almost blows me <laughs> and the van seats over while I'm trying to, like, teeter them out of the truck. So so the, the last Sprinter I had, the, you know – you would imagine you take the seats out of a vehicle. The seats should be able to stand up on their own. So the last say, sprinter oh, yeah. make them
2: so you can get them out and everything good.
1: So the last sprinter, when you took the seats out, it had you know the floor brackets and it could stand up on its own. And they you know they were yeah. a little tippy, but they stood yeah. up. The new van, 2019, the seats don't stand up on their own. So if you take them out and you put them on the ground, they fall backwards. It's the stupidest thing. Maybe
2: maybe nobody liked that feature. So they yeah. said, We're don't, yeah. we'd rather just the seats fall over.
1: Mm-hmm. So now when I go to get the s- seats out of the van, I actually had to make like little blocks that would like hook under the seat so that they won't fall. And I have to tip them out of the van onto a cart. And then if I don't strap, it's, it's the worst thing ever. It's like, it's so asinine that like you would design a removable seat that can't stand up on its own. It's okay. so
2: funny because I used to say that I the best car I ever owned and I've had a bunch of cars was my Toyota Sienna mm-hmm. and I tell you they were so smart. They thought of everything and when you took the seats out they literally like folded up they easily came out and then you could store them. They had little wheels they would roll on and everything. It mm-hmm. made it so easy to take them out. They were heavy and everything because they were like bucket seats but it was like so nice and so easy. You could even sit them up like outside, so like if you're at the drive-in, you could open them up and use them like a regular seat. But um, yeah, that's not. That, minivans that,
1: have the best shit. Yeah, they,
2: they, really, they yeah. like because there's no like lazy I remember parents. seeing,
1: well, I even remember seeing ads for like minivans there where the seats would go into the floor completely. Yeah,
3: yeah. and I was like, that's like. What about that the, makes so much sense? What about the one with the table where the seats would swivel backwards and then a table would oh. lift up from the floor? Mm-hmm. It was like a Chrysler yeah. or something. I thought that was the coolest yeah. thing ever.
2: Yeah. When I can I, I, I tell you the kids loved that. It had bucket seats. We drove like halfway cross country. They thought they were like the shit. Had TVs in the back, and it was nice. It was kept them quiet. You know. I remember we yeah. were listening to um, Paul. You couldn't remember what's um oh what movie was it? Shit. Uh, don't, don't come know. to me.
1: The one with was the little I kid
2: there. Um, they got a band, Slipknot. Did we
1: lose Derek? Too? I think we no, did. No, he's there. No. Did I'm we lose he's... me?
2: Am I here? No, no he's I'm there. thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. thinking oh. it. Now it's like, <laughs> I
1: remember I remember when I was a kid, my, my parents, my dad bought a TV with a VCR built in and that played off a cigarette outlet and it was like mm-hmm. the best thing in the whole world. Now it's like, it's so easy for parents. You just throw them an iPad and just like, yeah, you know, tell them to figure it out.
3: The big thing used to be you'd get like... You'd see like the Suburbans with the double mm-hmm. TV screen, and that's the ceiling. what we had. That's what we had. We that had was a, the big thing. yeah, we had a Denali, yeah, we'd had Denali
2: yeah. with the two TVs on the backs of the headrest. Then we went to the Sienna.
3: Yeah, that that was the, that was the big thing. Like you know, you knew people were on a road trip when you were driving by and you saw yeah. two TV screens in their rear view in their rear uh, window. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they were going on a road trip. Yeah. Yeah, but those were the days. Yeah, you're right. Now it's just phones. You throw your kid your phone or an iPad or something. The iPad, dude. Yeah, there's what no more, more TVs in cars.
1: Yeah, um, I mean that's all, all you need. Is the, yeah, you,
3: know,
1: you just you give the kids the iPad, and then all of them have their own thing. And then like the mm-hmm. the Nintendo Switch, Paul,
3: you ever oh, played yeah. the Nintendo Switch? I've seen one. That's before. like
1: that's um like we have one, and uh, it's like it's like the thing that you wished i wished i had when i was a kid cuz yeah. the nintendo switch is a little screen in itself and then you can play like multiplayer on it and then hook it up to the tv when you get home yeah i saw
3: that in the, it's remote. the best. like my friends have it and they're always playing it like mm-hmm. and the, the 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 controller t- turns into like four different pieces or something mm-hmm. it's strange yeah yeah i'm like how are you guys great. playing off of one yeah it's cool yeah.
2: I, I remember the movie but first of all i remember i would have been so excited if we could have brought pong along in my father's 72 caprice classic but anyways <laughs> i'm a little older but it was diary of a wimpy kid oh yeah <laughs> okay. yeah yeah Dude, i read yeah, those books. i saw that oh my god man i would cry laughing i must have listened to that movie because i'd be driving the kids would be watching it i don't know like if that. i
3: ever saw the movie oh know oh, they made a movie
2: I yeah it was books. oh yeah, yeah the this, books the, they have two i think two or maybe three movies the first one's the best one but that's that's I'm going right to that for my pick of the week. The Diaries illustrations the are kid. great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the The movies, <laughs> the movie was classic. Just great. Yeah, I never seen that kid. one. Watch. Yeah, it that's that
3: was time probably time. you were probably a little old for for Diary of a Wimpy yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, like yeah, my yeah. childhood. Yes.
2: Yeah. Since you are the same age as my children, yeah, yeah that would be your age. Yeah, right. That makes so, sense. Yeah. I hate to ruin it for everybody, <laughs> but yeah, that would that would all make sense right
3: now. Did I talk about this already? But uh, about, about Ratatouille, what a phenomenal concept that is! The movie. Did I talk about that on here?
1: No, no. Was that on your other podcast you were talking about? No, nah, maybe my
3: other podcast. <laughs> um, but that's like your food it's, blog. It, oh yeah, but I. You know what? I should start one one of these days. But um, that's like the, the. I mean, it's just a phenomenal concept. The rat is in the guy's hat, controlling him, and then the scene where, like the The little chef comes in into the kitchen, and there's a thousand rats staring at him, mm-hmm. and they're all cooking the food. <laughs> it's so great; they're like sautéing shit and like grating cheese, and they all look at each other, and then they tie them up and they throw them in the refrigerator, and they keep <laughs> cooking the meal. It's like such a good movie. I gotta watch it again. I
1: haven't I seen know. that in a long time. That was a good movie.
3: Yeah. But I don't know. I'm tired, dude. I'm talking about Ratatouille. I mean, this. I'm exhausted. Yeah. That's we're, what we're, happens? when well, do the podcast at midnight. So yeah, dude, let's talk about mid- what <laughs> Paul
2: spent
4: his. Record.
1: Let's talk about what Paul spent his day doing. Oh my God. Do we amazing. want to talk about it, Paul? So
3: by yeah, the time yeah. this
1: comes out, you may have even already exposed. Uh, yeah. You know the the build because I mean at this rate you're gonna be done. Yeah. Did you I show mean, it at
3: all? Or I showed it, it on my all. Instagram stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't show the full truck. But I'll just tell everybody what. Um. Is going on. So um, I've been needing a, a proper work truck for a long time now. And there was a couple times where I was close to getting one and then we didn't. Um, there was My neighbor had an older Ford um, F550 that was in really good shape, but he didn't want to sell it. So I couldn't get that. And all the used trucks out there, like there's no Dodges, there's no Chevys. There's only used Ford F450s and F550s with, like, 150,000 miles on it, and they're, like, Mm -hmm. really expensive used. So it just, like, I just don't understand why they're so expensive. I mean, maybe they're a hot commodity, but I didn't want to, like, drop that kind of money on a truck that's just going to start breaking down and having problems, you know, in that 150,000-mile range. So we ended up getting a Dodge 5500 diesel with a – the biggest bed, the biggest chassis you can get. It's a it's a single cab but um, from the cab to the axle is 10 feet and then it goes back another 4 feet and so you could put like a 15 foot bed on the truck. So that's what I'm currently building nice. right now in the shop is about a 15 foot bed with racks um, so I can transport steel. I can put my welder on there. I got toolboxes. Um, I'm going to put my oxyacetylene tanks on there. I'm going to get it all set up nice with hose reels and lead reels. Um, so it's going to be super nice. I'm, I'm you know, lucky I was able to get this thing. It's going to make working at these jobs a lot easier. Um, and just, you know, I can't fit all my tools on my current truck. And then you got to rent a flatbed when you have really big stuff. So you know, this thing is going to come in handy. And it, it's really something I've needed for a while now. So I'm excited to finally start putting it together. How what long? do you
1: think that bed's gonna weigh? Sorry, Derek, I cut That's you right. off.
3: Oh, um, I think it might weigh around four thousand pounds, or maybe a little under. The I got the bed. A, the bed, but the truck holds almost—I think—almost twelve thousand pound payload capacity on the truck.
1: Wow, um, I was gonna say because I mean it looks like you're building it out of really heavy material.
3: It is, yeah. Um, it's um the tube. They sent my, they, they pissed me off the steel supplier. I wanted three by five by three sixteenths steel. And they sent me quarter inch. And then we called them mm, up. Like, that's why did difference. you send, we're like, why did you send quarter inch? And like, oh, we don't have three sixteenths in that size. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, so then I, I, since it was so much heavier, I took away some extra supports that I was going to, you know, use because I yeah. realized how strong the steel was going to be. So, you know, it's, it's not terrible. I think it's a little less than 4,000 pounds just for the bed. And then you put the welder and the boxes on there. Um, it's probably 4,000 with all that stuff, but that gives you another, what, 7,000 pounds left, um, for mm-hmm. steel, which I probably couldn't fit 7,000 pounds on the rack. Like it'd be dangerous right. to have all that weight up there anyways. So yeah. I think I'm going to be fine with the, um, you know, the weight of everything. Um, cause I'm using small little I beams, little S beams to, uh, you know, for the braces that go across the bed and. I tried to eliminate some stuff now that the steel's so much heavier, but um, I think it'll be fine. Now, I'll tell you one thing. That truck needs every bit of that weight to keep the suspension mm-hmm. weighed down because I drove it with nothing. It's probably driving like dude, this. <laughs> dude, I drove it and I hit a bump and my phone went flying into the air. Like That's how stiff the suspension is. There's at virtually yeah, no yeah. suspension right now because there's no yeah. weight on it. So it'll be nice having a couple thousand pounds, you know, back there at all times just so it smooths it out a little bit. And then Louie next door, mm-hmm. he's like, Oh, we gotta put airbags on it. He's helping me out with everything. He's telling me all the things I gotta do. Um, but we'll see what happens with that. I still have a lot to do. I wanna get I was telling Derek today, he told Louie told me to get the thing undercoated before I put the bed mm-hmm. on, just so it doesn't start yeah. rusting um, right away. Um, he's got that big forklift. He's going to help me lift the bed on because there's no way I could even lift this bed on. It's it's going to be twenty feet long with the rack because the rack overhangs mm-hmm. the cab, so it's just going to be huge. Like my forklift could pick yeah. it up because it's only four thousand pounds, but it's so massive, you know, that my forks aren't long enough. It, it would be impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, what
1: um what's the uh what's the deck material going to be?
3: Um, I got three diamond plate a couple nice. sheets of that i figured it'd be the easiest thing to do and mm. i was talking to louie about maybe once i finish everything and then like use it for a little while and do any modifications that i might um, want to do is spray the just the top surface and maybe the backs and the tops of the boxes with like a spray on bed liner mm-hmm. um just to protect you could bring everything. it somewhere too and yeah. let them do it. bring it that's to what Line i'm X saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, have it know? like have it done at line x or something yeah um because i think the roll-on stuff i would have to buy so much of it and i think it takes so long you have to put a million coats on it's better off just and having them prep it. it you know yeah, yeah and they
1: prep it nice and yeah exactly you know it's like you just go and do it i mean it's like at this point you've already it's not like you're doing like a budget build right you've already yeah, like invested yeah. all this time and money into it you might as well just let somebody you know yeah really exactly. do it right um i feel like you know that's probably It's, it's worthwhile um, The only thing I don't like About the Line-X Is like And obviously for For some of these things It doesn't matter But like I, It's just so hard to slide shit On Line-X Without destroying it That's true You know That's um, true But Cause like anytime I've ever tried to like You know you like Load something into a bed Of a pickup mm. truck That's like been really well Bed-linered It's like It grabs oh, everything you That you go to anything. slide Yeah Or and if you And if you do slide You trash Whatever it is yeah, um, but I mean, you know, whatever.
3: Yeah,
2: that's what's true. the longest uh, thing you can carry on it? Like, how long is the top? What's that, Derek? On the right back.
1: He's gone.
2: Oh shit! He froze. I froze. Oh,
1: there
3: he is. Well, I missed what you I said.
2: I didn't. How how long how long of a piece can you carry on the top on the rack? How long is the rack?
3: Well, the rack total is twenty feet long. And I could yeah. probably, you know, if I hang, I think what's, what is it, four feet off the back, you're allowed to legally, like, carry I something. Know. I don't know if there's a limit, or maybe you just have to put a flag on. I could probably put a 30 foot uh, beam yeah. on there, you know, which mm. is huge. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, anything. I would
2: do it just to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I could put, put my skateboard, skateboard on there, dude. dude. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, but, you know, it could hold longer, it actually could hold longer pieces probably than a flatbed because a flatbed's 26 but mm. you're just limited to what's on the bed
1: yeah you're not over so
3: i guess you could maybe put a 30 foot piece on a flatbed but it would kind of be sketchy with it hanging off the back like that so i don't know I mean, it could ol-
1: a- anything that's 30 feet long is heavy enough to be sketchy and dangerous yeah and, so. yeah <laughs>
3: it's just it's crazy so
1: that's exciting though man that's really cool yeah it's be super fun um to get that done and just like have it.
3: Yeah. It's, now, it's...
1: how do you, how are you attaching the the bed to like, what is the process of really knowing that you're good when you attach that bed to that frame? Like so, are there holes well, in the well, frame rails me already? Tell him, <laughs> t- me tell him,
3: Derek, Paul. tell them tell how we're doing this. All right, we're gonna get white oak <laughs> strips. We're gonna
2: put them on the rails. Yep. And then he welded some frames, like some um, members to the bottom of the frame. Mm-hmm. And that's going to sit there. 3 U bolts, four they use. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Louis. Uh, you like know, three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis said go with 4. Mm-hmm. I asked the same question.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so pretty All much right. what Derek said yeah, cuz I have yeah. I have two IBs. Wait, you're
1: serious about the white oak? Yes. You have to do, Yeah, you, so have you have to do that. Thought that. you were kidding. It's,
2: a,
3: it's like no, no, a buckle no. between the metal. It makes sense. It, it's it it's basically a bushing almost between because the problem is on top if you look at the frame there's all these rivets that they're Mm. flat but they're raised above the frame Mm -hmm. number one you don't want your bed wearing on those rivets over time because it's going to start to when the when the frame flexes it's going to rub um Mm -hmm. and and start to wear on anything it's going to squeak and you need a little bit of cushion in between a little bit of flex in between the frame of the truck and the bed so you Mm -hmm. know they use hardwood strips that run the length of the frame. It's sandwiched in between the rails that I welded underneath the bed and the in the frame of the truck. Um, they actually mm-hmm. have at the at the. I've seen that. My neighbor's shop, the electric thing. Company, they have the same truck, just a couple of years older, and they have a box mounted to it. And that's exactly how they did it. They have hardwood strips right on top, and this was done nice. by you know a professional, um, like truck outfitting like a place. Upfitter. upfitter, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so they install it with, with, with hardwood strips, and then they wow. sit the bed on top, and they take these big U-bolts that wrap around both the bed and the frame. and They tighten them down, mm-hmm. um, and I guess that's the best way to do it. So Nice. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. You're making
1: a video on the bed build? Yeah. Or not yeah. really? Just, oh, cool. Nice. Yeah,
3: I'm making a YouTube video. I, I had to. <laughs> I got I don't want to into this.
1: Well, it's funny because I when I saw that you started it today, I thought you either – we're, were shooting it or you just were so like gun like because you know i've done it too yeah. where you like want to do a project so bad and like you look at your camera and like you don't have a memory card so you're like fuck it and you just yeah. don't do it because it's like if it's not ready to go but you're excited about the project you'll just do the project without
3: filming it i gotta remind you know, myself. i do that all the time to keep filming i, I just keep forgetting like to move the camera or or, or mm-hmm. something but I, th- I think it'll be good. That's exciting. There's a lot oh, yeah, still that awesome. I need to do. Um, I, I think the video yeah. will come out okay. It's not going to be like, you know, super artsy like my, some of my other You're not ones, making like a
1: cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, but, I mean,
3: yeah. I just don't have the time. God, I'm in such a rush. There's so much stuff to be done. It's like hard to do mm-hmm. it all with, you know, all know. these jobs going on. But I'll Looks figure great, it out. Though.
1: No, it's exciting. It really it's going to be a lot of fun to see it all done and set up and yeah. you know, it's good that you, and it, you know, like you said, you got a nice truck. So it's like you're putting all this time into actually a
3: no, Yeah. A you truck know, into something that's going to
1: Yeah, it's it's not like you're putting all this time in and then you're going to be like, you know, trying to pull that bed off of a truck that breaks yeah, down next exactly. year. You know, like you're good. I mean, even if you, you know, even if you kept that truck for 10 years, it'll still be new, you yeah. know, like compared to what's on the market. Exactly. You know
3: you know I'll, um, I'll have this truck for a, a really long time you know cuz i could take care of it nice from from the beginning i could do all the maintenance on mm-hmm. it i'm not going to beat the crap yep. out of it like all these trucks yep. are beat to hell like i know it, it's crazy to spend you know 30 plus thousand dollars on something mm-hmm. that has been abused you know it just mm-hmm. doesn't make... And I don't like the Fords. I I don't like the Ford motors. Yeah. I, I think I, I, my old neighbor at my old shop was a diesel mechanic. He's like, whatever you do, he's like, don't buy these new Ford diesels. He's mm-hmm. like, I've been hearing about problems with them. He said, get the Dodge. He said, the Cummins motors are the best. So yeah. we'll see. I'm sure I'll anger, I'll anger some Ford... Um, yeah. Fans. You're gonna
1: piss somebody off all the time, but I just uh I just saw a 3500 on Marketplace today. It was a 3500 mm. diesel, with 56 thousand miles on it. Yeah. The guy was asking 48 thousand for it. Used.
3: Gee, isn't that crazy? Yeah.
1: I was yeah. like, I, like it was a dually, you know, and it was like a pretty nice truck. It had a, you know, the guy it must had have been the big like it had done some work to it. You know, yeah. he did like the big fucking stack so that he can shoot, you know, shit out of roll it. Roll call, you know. Yeah, yeah that's sure. what it's I'm called. Like, I think. Yeah. Right? I'm sure it's got. Yeah, I'm sure it's got some sort of flag mount for so he can uh, yeah, fly yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, support Possibly flags. a
3: Confederate flag.
1: Yeah, something like that. The flag um, but cho- still, I think that's 40, the flag of choice. Forty-eight thousand dollars. Yeah, for people who it roll
3: call, is the Confederate flag. Yeah. they're not it flying is. the the pride flag on the back right? of that truck.
1: Forty-eight thousand dollars for a used truck. You know, it's that's like, a ton
3: of money. It must be a really. It must have been a really like nice interior because that's that's a lot of money.
1: It was a 2013.
3: Oh my god, dude!
1: So it's like 2013. So even if it's even if it has been meticulously cared for, it's still been sat in for eight years, and the tech in it is eight years old. Yeah, you know whatever's in it
3: is still eight years old. You can buy a new one for fifty grand. Like that's Uh, like new ones are like fifty or sixty. Like, That's yeah. insane. When I
2: got my truck, that's what was the issue with my truck. And then the interest rate on a used car loan compared yeah. to new, it's like mm-hmm. it's not worth it. You know, yep. it's yeah. so funny you were saying that about Rolling Cole. It's <laughs> I, I was I've been watching this kid. What is it? Whistling Diesel. Oh, dude! You were telling me. Me. dude. Talking, Whistling cool Diesel on. is
3: what? crazy. Oh, what a nut that oh, kid! Oh, dude! Is. He sh- he shot so himself funny. in the face with like he like he he had a. Um, this happened recently, <laughs> dude. These are these are the type of people you're dealing with here. He had a 50 caliber sniper rifle, and I think he was holding it and pointing it at something that was like six feet away from him, like a metal yeah. target. I could be getting this wrong. He he shot at something very close to him, and the shrapnel came back and hit him in the face. Like it was. Bad. Oh, I, think
1: like, was dem- I think that was. I think that was demolition ranch. No, no, no. Oh no, it was, no demolition ranch. He talked made a video about, about it. Whistling
3: Diesel doing it, yeah. but mm. I mean that's.
2: What's the story with that kid, you think?
3: Paul, I don't know. Man. Like,
2: D- Which one, Whistling like Diesel some- or Demolition yeah, yeah. Ranch? Because Demolition We're,
1: Ranch is crazy, too. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. you guys have watched his, seen his yeah. videos. I've
2: seen yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, but I was telling Chris about it. It's like he's like some rich farm kid or something. Yeah, right? something's I mean, going they, on. They, they got some really high-end tractors on that farm. It's like it's tons
3: like, of money and trucks. Like these trucks are not yeah. cheap. And he, he yeah, bought nah. this crazy F-350. It's called like the Any Level... F-350, it has some crazy lift on it where you can jack it up or down and and choose the height, the ride height, and do all these crazy things to it. And he completely destroyed the truck, like, over a number of different videos, like, just for fun. Like, that's what he did. He bought, like, a $150,000 pickup truck and then just drove it and f- did crazy shit to it till it was completely destroyed but like look his channel's huge you know it must have worked at out at that
1: point you you can just do that though yeah. I mean like his yeah. videos I'm looking at his channel right now his last what is this 5 10 15 20 25 30 35 his last 35 45 55 every video that he's put out the last 100 videos all have over a million views
3: wow hmm that's those are some big numbers
1: dude if you and and some of them are like well over 100 million dude, well, well over the, a million excuse you, me 7.8 million 2.5 3.2 2. time so, i
2: go to jimmy's i'm gonna trash his truck
1: <laughs> dude if you can <laughs> you know, get me, me and and Derek, are gonna you can jump afford, jimmy's truck over yeah. the
3: milk run we're gonna get 10 million views
1: <laughs> but if this guy can get if this guy can get Twenty thousand a video at least. Yeah, He's got to be getting yeah. thirty, twenty. To, I would say between twenty it's and forty thousand a video. in yeah. ads and just in ad revenue. Just, fuck it, just go out and spend. He can spend twenty thousand a car per video and destroy it. Who gives a shit, dude? He, you he know, cares. you know how I love
3: the Amish, right? He put Amish oh God. horse yeah. and oh, buggy oh, wheels on, on a Dodge. That was <laughs> so <Dodge>. funny. That, <laughs> was Dodge fun. that was
2: actually funny, but just see the when challenger. he drove the truck up onto the roof of the bond? No. And it just, like, it fell right into it. I said to Chris, that's what we oh should do up God. at y'all place. Just put, like, a ramp up the side of your house. How about house? when yeah, he took the truck drive into drive the water?
1: Yeah. Did you see the, that was one? Was that the, the big white truck that he drove into yeah. the he ocean? He put yeah. huge tires on it yeah. and
3: floated it in, in the river yeah. in Florida. Yeah. Like... Did you did you see the one he had the
2: truck buried and all he had was the sunroof and the tailpipe out so he was going in and out it was like a square hole in the ground and he'd go in and out of the ground it was like
3: a like a, a ferret or something I'm like this kid's nuts it's funny though his like girlfriend yeah. or wife has Fred's truck but like a perfect version of Fred's truck the '96 or '97 uh, F350 I love that truck. Like that Ford yeah. with the 73 engine is nice. Mm-hmm. Like But Fred's the square is, body too. Fred's is just annihilated. Like insane. Dude, Fred's
1: leaves Fred's leaves pieces of it behind it on the road.
3: Did I tell you about when Fred dropped about 10,000 screws out of the back of the truck on 95 one mm-hmm. day when I was working with him? Oh god. Yeah. No.
1: Maybe we shouldn't think? talk about no, that. Maybe not. Nah, nah, I don't want to get cool. Fred's What's the
2: yeah, what's the um Statue of limitations, right? I Dude. know. <laughs> he, Allegedly,
3: so funny. I, I don't know. It was bad. <laughs> next, well, I'm not going to say next anymore. story. I yeah. think
1: we got to have Fred on the podcast Dude, one of these days. You just, can't. He would. On he right could never. Now, it's just
3: dead silence. He could. Yeah, he couldn't. <laughs> he wouldn't even know what it was. He'd get scared. Like, oh,
1: you have to just tell him that you're on the phone with him. Just call him and just don't. Dude, tell I can't him even. Call, I can't even find. He,
3: trying to even get him on the phone's impossible. It's, I don't know how to even describe oh this guy. God. I really don't. He's like it's 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 so hard. You just have to like meet him and experience him and like you know, get to know him. It's it's so funny. Like I've been hey, I've we'll known this Fred. guy we got since I was he before I was born, my, my parents knew him and he built my uncle's What you house don't know him.
1: is that he's actually your dad. No, no. And that's why he's still
2: around. <laughs> is it your
3: father's friend or your mother's friend? It was it was What's my like... uncle. My mom's brother—he's um,
2: confused. He doesn't even know who's who he's friends with. He just <laughs> hangs out with you guys. Is your uncle's friend?
3: No, he built my uncle's house because oh, my okay. something crazy like my grandmother's cousin found him and recommended him to my uncle, <laughs> and he built, found him. Yeah, or like like knew of him and and the other guy yeah. he used to work with, and he built my uncle's house. He's an amazing carpenter and craftsman, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know,
1: you have him welding now, or is he not? No. Really
3: no, he. I I could probably teach him, but I gotta just. He but he's started, not interested
1: yeah, in welding. He just does other shit.
3: Um. Yeah. He he would he would probably be interested in. it. I gotta just sit down and do it with him one day. He probably could. He'd probably be pretty good. Mm. Um. But we'll see. I think he's coming. I got tomorrow. one more question
1: about your uh, about your new truck. Oh so yeah, a fifty five hundred. Mm-hmm. You don't need a. Do you need a, a CDL? No. Oh,
3: you're not overweight. No. You sure. CDL is anything with a. Gvwr, whatever the hell the acronym is, mm-hmm. over twenty six thousand pounds. Um, so, so like that flatbed I rent, you don't need a, a CDL for, because it's well, under. You don't need
1: a, but do you need a safety card, like to drive I don't it? I think so. And a fire cause... extinguisher, because I had a guy, and I, I'm only, I, I don't know enough about it, but yeah. I do know that I, I have a guy, a stone guy that I uh, used in the city, uh-huh. and. I had him actually, he was my Manhattan uh, tile guy Mm -hmm. and one day I needed somebody to do this kind of unique stone job out in New Jersey and I knew he actually moved his shop from Queens to Pennsylvania because it was so much more cost effective for him to drive into New York City than to work in Queens anyway, he shows up with this beautiful brand new, probably a 5500 or or maybe it was an F450 but a brand new flatbed, like beautiful red he's got the you know the a-frame on the back oh, yeah, lift gate on it yeah gorgeous truck and i'm like dude like jack this truck is beautiful like blah blah and he's like he's like yeah he's like well i just got it and i'm learning about all the other things i should have bought with it and i go what do you mean he goes you go to the dealer they'll sell you anything he said the first time he took it over the new york border he immediately got pulled over by a state trooper because he didn't have, like, fire extinguisher. He didn't have the safety card. He, like, oh, yeah. was missing all these things that yeah. he needed. He's like, nobody told. He goes, he goes, I was at the dealer ten times. He never once told me that I should, like, get this shit. Yeah. He's like, so I got killed with fines, he said. And then the we a week later, he drove, you know, into New York again. The same trooper stopped him again and found, like, ten other things Jesus that he needed. Jesus Christ. So it, it just made me think, like, and his truck, in comparison, like, size-wise, and and, and, on, and honestly, just from an uh, attention-grabbing perspective, was way less flagging than what your new truck oh, is going to yeah. be. So I would just yeah. make sure that you're 100% aware no, of all no, the shit
3: you need so you don't wind up getting killed. There's definitely things I need to do. I need to look at all the regulations and the DOT mm-hmm. stuff. I don't need a CDL yeah. unless mm-hmm. you're towing – Unless your combined mm. weight of both your trailer and your truck is over that twenty six thousand pounds, then technically you're supposed to have a CDL, even for like a pickup mm. truck. Like if you had some huge thirty five foot trailer on there, yeah, and you were yeah, towing yeah. a ton of weight, you're supposed to have a CDL. Um, okay. But as long as the weight is under twenty six thousand for the your you know total vehicle and and or trailer, um, mm-hmm. you're you don't need one. Um, but they've never. Nice. I'm sure I probably need a fire extinguisher. Um. Stuff yeah, there like was just that. like
1: little bullshit, like yeah, like your safety card. I know Matt gets Matt gets banged up on the safety card all the time because he drives the big he drives those big trucks for work. Yeah, and he'll get pulled over by a trooper, and if you because you have to go and get a physical every year. Oh, okay, and, um, yeah, Derek, yeah. the pizza place two might years. require you to do that yeah. too, right? Yeah. yeah, every two
2: years. Um, yeah. that's
1: in case you are flipping the dough and you have like a yeah. heart attack midway right. through. They want to make sure that yeah, the pizza liable. doesn't burn. Um, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, no, it's just it's it's shit that I feel like. You know, like like my friend Jack said, like you go into the dealer and buy anything you want. Oh, yeah. And they're not going to tell you what you have to do well, to Why would they tell you gonna something that's going to gonna
3: interfere with the sale? Possibly make you rethink of your decision. You yeah. Know? yeah, of course.
1: Um, but I got to give but... a thank
3: you to, to Chris Cash for allowing me to have the truck sent to his house and then picked up by a sketchy shipping company where the truck was <laughs> hanging off a trailer. Like, these shipping companies... The way they, I don't even know, understand how they work. Like, I guess they're all brokers or something. Mm-hmm, so like yeah. you call a shipping company, it's just like a guy with a phone and a laptop, mm-hmm. and he just sends it yeah. to whoever. So you don't know who the hell you're getting. Mm-hmm. So Chris calls me when when they showed up. It took like two days for them to show up because they said they had a problem with the truck, which they probably just went and did another job. Um, but then they finally oh, yeah. came and picked it up. And Chris is like, "Where'd you find these guys?" I'm like, "I don't know. Like, I didn't find them." He's like. Mm-hmm. I don't think this thing's going to fit on the trailer. He's like, they're, they're trying to get it on now, but they might have to flip it around or blah, blah, blah. Like, Oh, Jesus like, Christ. It, 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 and then the thing barely fit. It was like half of each tire was hanging off the side of the trailer cuz it just wasn't eh, wide well, That's enough. why you got two tires in the No, back. no, 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 you know, dude. You, uh, only, you know, you the, oh, I'm not the two outside tires in the back were completely off. Way off. The two inside <laughs> tires were halfway on. So the front oh, and the back oh, tires were halfway on. It was crazy. Oh.
1: Have yeah, I no. ever told you guys my uh, car shipping story <clears throat> when no, I when no. I was working for the Russians? I have to have no. you mean the, the story on the podcast. Remember for the mob? Dude, I was working for this family, a very uh, very elite um Very elite Russian family, Mm -hmm. um, oligarchs worth seriously, dude. Like connected to Vladimir Putin, like real deal shit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm working for this family, and they want to send a. Their son is going to be going to school down in Florida, and they want to send his Land Rover down to Florida where he's going to be going to school. Mm -hmm. So I just started working for this company, these people, and I'm like, you know, doing shit at their house and whatever. So I hear my manager arguing with all these shipping companies like they're so sketchy blah blah blah. so meanwhile i have a friend who owns a a car shipping company Mm -hmm. um or you know i at this time i'm thinking he owns the trucks and he like runs the shipments no he's a broker they're all brokers yeah so i call him and i'm like yo chris i got this job and i you know i really want to like make a good impression they're having they're getting the runaround can you just give me like a solid no bullshit quote um and get this truck this car shipped down to florida he's Mm -hmm. like yeah don't worry i got you whatever so we get a price oh this was the thing they were getting prices and then the people were changing the prices the next day you know like the prices kept fluctuating so anyway we ship we we find the thing we set it up we ship the car the guy shows up and i meet the guy he puts this land rover on the back of his fifth wheel you know like he's got a gooseneck yeah car carrier and a pickup truck Yeah. yeah So I, I, I meet the guy and he goes, all right, I'll see you down in Florida tomorrow, right? And I go, and I'm like laughing. I'm like, no, dude, like not me. I said, you're going to meet somebody else. And I said, and not tomorrow. He goes, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets in his car, he leaves. And I know the, the logistics of this. He's supposed to drop the car off like three days from this time. So the next day he calls me at like eight in the morning and he's like, hey, I'm here. Who's receiving the car? And I go, dude, like... I told, I told you yesterday, the car, like no one's there to receive the car for three more days. He's like, oh, you got to be kidding me. I said, dude, you had the time. Like you knew this. He's like, I told you yesterday. I said, I thought you were kidding. You know, like it said it right on our paperwork. So the guy's like, oh, all right, fine, fine. Like I'll, I'll figure it out. So, (laughs) so the next day I get a call from my boss, like seven in the morning. And she's like, Check your email. I'm like, what happened? She goes, did you see what happened to the car? Oh my God. I'm like, no. The guy, after he tried to drop off the car the first day, um, put it back on his trailer and connected his trailer back to his car, but didn't put the pin in the gooseneck. Oh, and boy. as he was driving, he made a turn, and the, the trailer kept going straight <laughs> while his car turned. And then the, the, the gooseneck hit the side rail of his bed, flipped his truck. Oh yeah. And then flipped the trailer with oh, the fucking God. Range Rover on it. And I get a photo <laughs> of the trailer on its side, the Range Rover on its side, and the side rail of his truck completely sheared off. So I call my friend, I'm like, dude, did you see what happened with the truck? And it's like it's like 7:30 in the morning on a Saturday, and he's like, I'm like, yo, did you see what happened with the shipment? And he's like He's like, "Dude, I was out last night if you're fucking with me, like now's not the time." And I'm like, "No, Chris, like get up, check your email." He's like, "You got to be kidding me." He's like, "We have shipped thousands of cars. That tens of thousands of cars. Never have we lost one off of a vehicle." He goes, "Of course, it's for you." He's like, "I will never have a friend use my logistics company ever again." Oh Dude, it God. took them almost a year to settle it with the insurance company. Jesus Christ. Because whose fault was it? Who's like who's liable? Whose fault this guy was just it? Well, because the guy who owned, because it was just an you know a third party expediter, he just closed his business. You know, I'm sure he just went bankrupt.
3: The drivers supposed to to have insurance. Like my driver, sure he was
1: insured. Yeah, yeah, but but I'm sure. So the I guess the the big thing that they fought over was who was going to pay for the the car was leased. So they were still paying the lease on this car, but who was paying for the loaner car because it took so long to like oh. settle? The car was totaled.
4: Yeah, yeah. So
1: like what was the fair value? Dude, it took like a year for this thing to get settled and value, I man. still have the photos in my email oh, of like, the, like Yeah, the trailer like on its side. Dude, it was such a shit show. Such a shit show. That's all. Exactly and of course, who you want. Yeah, this, is, like, a, me, this is like within me. This is
3: kgb yeah. and i dude i you. just
1: started this job i was and i was like i can't believe like i'm trying to help you know i'm like i stick my neck out to say like oh i have a guy i can make sure that like your car gets shipped <laughs> to florida for a fair price
2: if you if you look up ernie buck jr his father his father's dead now but he owned like 10 probably 100 car dealerships in massachusetts and the father died and the son took him over and he's very outspoken And um, conservative in the state And you know like they own everything And down by uh, Gillette Stadium with the Patriots play They have like a ton of car dealerships But I don't know how many years ago But it was all over the news He's big into cars mm-hmm. And he was mm-hmm. getting a brand new Ferrari Delivered it was like this special edition And it was all one of those car carriers It's like the big box truck With the lift on the back like yeah. mm-hmm. the tailgates like they pull the car on yeah. it Yeah and I'll never forget the local news. They had the helicopter down there, and the friggin' lift is all the way up, and the car is just teetering. The front bumper is leaning <laughs> off. It. God. They didn't put the car in park, and it rolled right out the back of the truck. Oh, and it was something man. like a two million dollar car. Oh my it's god! Great. If you, I wonder what it was. I have to do it. It's, uh, if you just Google Ernie Bach Jr. car fall, and it will show up.
3: It's either a LaFerrari um, and Enzo. Or F50, no. F40, like, so one of those, you know, like, Ferrari hypercars, like...
2: B-O-C-H.
1: Oh, my God, I just found the pictures of the trailer accident. Oh, sure, yeah, you gotta it's show a me. Great,
2: like, it, it's, like, great aerial shot. It's, like...
3: <laughs> one of the pictures is Oh, that's the, an F430. The of a car. Oh, yeah, 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 F430. Yeah, F430, yeah. At least it was not a. uh... Real, real expensive one, but I mean that's yeah. still expensive. Just mildly expensive. Yeah, that's only a three hundred thousand yeah. dollar car, not a two mm. million. You know.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe he had like it, it, he collects cars. That's his buddy. oh
3: I see, Donny T. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So there you uh, go.
2: Thank you.
1: So back to making shit, Derek. What have you been up to?
2: I got a new a tool. I know you got What'd a pickup you get? truck. I got a, I got a glue gun today. Ooh. I got the Sherabonda glue gun. Very excited. What's that, that cost? What's that? Those
1: those are nice. This was expensive. The, yeah,
2: the, yeah, they have a couple different models. This one was a hundred bucks, which was a mm. lot. But I'm so sick of spending thirty five dollars for them and throwing them out after a couple mm-hmm. months. Jesus Christ, th- Chris, these are dude, crazy. Dude, this one's ridiculous. The <laughs> heads you can get for it, but the glue, yeah. it's got glue that like sets in five seconds, but wow. mm-hmm. it will set in like sixty seconds. It's got like look at all these different glues you can get for it. Fast drying, yeah. slow drying, high strength for for car repair, yep. for all kinds of stuff. So I'm gonna look into it. I might buy some of their glue sticks. I think he's using the slow drying. Because I internet. can't stand that. There like how some of them are suck and some, uh, you know, some of them are good. But so yeah, so that was my big purchase of the week. The glue That's gun. exciting. Everybody
1: yeah. likes a good new glue gun. Mm-hmm. I have. I have. I use the uh, the Ryobi, nice the tips. cordless ones. Yeah. Um. Ooh and they're like my favorite thing i i, I yeah. love i like a good i like a good plugged in hot glue gun but i really that's, do love the cordless aspect yeah, of the ryobi that's one.
2: i was really torn with that because i feel like plugged in is so much better for the power but mm-hmm. not having a cord going to be great but look at these tips on them they have like a check wow, valve that's like and a and really nice oh so it doesn't <laughs> oh, drip oh, yeah that's oh yeah that's this really like, nice yeah like it said That's online, like the festool of, of glue guns. I, I was just going to say that a lot of people recommended it, and everybody said it's real expensive. And and you can tell honestly, like it didn't look that great on the pitches, but like you can tell, like failing it, this is like high quality. Yeah, like, that thing looks the, really nice. It's plastic, but yeah, it's definitely like probably the last one I'll ever buy. It's just
3: it's my ridiculous. my hot glue yeah. gun is is just a hot glue stick and then a torch. Yeah, that's what I end up doing all the time because <laughs> I can't find like, it. But
2: it's aggravating. Yeah, yep. it's, it's so aggravating, though.
1: I just so. bought myself another one of the cordless ones to keep next to the CNC because it's like they're like the cordless Ryobi one is I think thirty dollars. Oh wow! Yeah. You know. but I mean, yeah. you know, it's like, like you said, it's it's is it great? No, it, it but it works. It drips it, and yeah, but but when you're on like I just used it the other day. It's it's great for like kind of the toolbox because like I needed I built these extensions for a. Uh, a dermatology office they had clear um sneeze guards that needed to be raised up so i made these little like extensions and they were kind of wobbly so just to not have to ask them like oh do you guys have an outlet that i can plug this in you know it just yeah. makes you know it's just so much easier um i mean that's like part of the reason why you just gotta have cordless everything mm-hmm. but right. i don't think i got any new tools this week Dude, you I was on TV. I was uh, oh, on TV lot... this hold week. Hold on, hold on. Before
2: we get to TV, you have an awful lot of friggin' uh, metal cutting saws. Yes, I yeah, do. I Jesus need to watch that video. Christ, dude. Tell me dude. About
4: that. I was yeah.
2: exhausted. I was exhausted. <laughs> metal I counted up to like have? nine. I counted up to like nine and then I gave up.
1: Yes. Yeah. Metal cutting saws yeah. or like. Metal cutting um, saws? I think, dude, the
2: best yeah. was hold on. When you're talking the bands first of all, I was a little bit pissed off. You never mentioned Pinto with the win. Yeah,
3: that, that's not cool. And I feel
2: that was a direct dig at <laughs> yeah. him by not mentioning him because it was so expected. Uh, that was the first thing. But then when you bring out the small portable on the battery one, and then you go to move on to the next one, but then you bring out the baby one. <laughs> it's like, you should have taken that one and cut the other one in half with it. Uh, it would have been funny, and then threw it in the trash. But I have I was like, this uh, kid I have... is so fucking sick. i'm deep
1: listen i'm deep in my in my tools they all have a purpose though i'm telling you man i'm telling you
2: yeah no i i agree you you were right on if you have the room and the money it's it's no it is nice it is and it's like you know it
1: it, and and um so paul to answer your question i have um let's see i have it's three porter bands (laughs) two horizontals so that's five i have the cold saw the big band saw three chop saws oh. and then two circular saws so 12
3: Guess how metal many cutting saws
1: one two 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 you have a port band no you have three you have the circular saw oh that the piece of chop shit. saw oh, oh yeah. like a hand handheld circular saw, saw. oh yeah. no no
3: yeah oh, i was talking about band saws uh, yeah i have the cold yeah. saw i have the big band mm-hmm. saw the port band yeah. and then the handheld circular yeah. saw uh, yeah, I do have four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, listen, it's like I don't, you know, I say it in the video too. I'm like, I have all these. Like, you don't use one of them every single day, but it's like I one can tell you model. that there's, you but there's could. reasons. There's reasons you use all of them, you know. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I
2: can see that. I, I, I agree. I mean. Maybe not 12, 9. You snuck by I could have had five. 9.
1: I definitely could have 9. There's there's a sure reason to have 9. But I'm like, on the
2: phone with Pinto. i like, this is so fucking sick. so <laughs> sick. Yeah, because I, I was know, on the right? phone with Derek, and then I hear your voice in the I background. I said, just quiet. I go quiet. Yeah, yeah just we listen. We've listened. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I says, the wind's coming up. And then uh, you went right by, and I said, I gotta know. Go.
1: Well, it's yeah. funny because I've been trying, I've been wanting to make that video for like a week. And it was i was every video. day. It, Every, it really was I a hope good you video.
2: It. Yeah, no, um, no. It, seriously, if somebody, seriously, like starting a metal shop and stuff, if they're wondering what type of saw, absolutely. Yeah. had yeah, a lot of good information. The different, you know, what the pros and cons of them. They might be more, cool. more yeah, to and them. I mean, I'm, I'm be more confused. Like, I, mean, I didn't like, know there was this
3: many I could buy. Yeah, well, I, didn't
2: you know, know, I didn't know it was going to be a comparison video, too. Oh, yeah. Shit.
3: Well, uh,
1: see, I, I guess he's still being recorded.
2: I he think he is still there. being
3: recorded, yeah.
1: Hold on, Derek. We lost you for yep. a sec. Yeah. Say
2: it again. I was gonna say I didn't know it was a comparison video too. It, not only we the saw different on the market. types of saws, but then it was like just like you know it was like Consumer Reports. His
3: shop is like FabTech. Well, you don't even have to dude, go to FabTech. You just go <laughs> to Chris's is. shop. And hey, well,
1: it's so funny. So like my friends that fabricate the art, like they're not tool people at all. Yeah. And I literally like I'll go to their shop. And I'll see them in like the middle of a project, and I'll see what they're using, and I'm like, oh my god, if you guys just like knew what you could be using, like it would be better, faster, cheaper, you know? Like yeah. they have no idea. They have no idea. Like I brought them that burnishing tool, you know, like with the with the drum, mm-hmm.
3: you know, for uh, oh I yeah, know, Paul has That's one. A necessity,
1: dude. I, I I have like the cheap like hundred dollar one from eBay, and yeah. we used it when we made one of the, those marquee letters. Mm-hmm it's like, they didn't even know, they didn't know that tool existed. And I don't really blame them because I didn't know that existed until, mm. you know, I saw it for the first time too. But that's part of the reason why I made the band saw, the saw video, because I didn't know what a cold saw was like three years ago. I yeah. had no idea what a cold saw was. Then yeah. you, you know, like, and I say in that video too, like growing up, all I had was the abrasive cutoff saw. Like that was Which how is you cut the metal. worst The worst. Like dude,
3: I have a DeWalt one. Oh, I do have five. That's my other one. That's that's on a shelf somewhere. <laughs> See, they add <head> up quick. <laughs> oh, don't yeah. talk shit. You um, also
1: have um uh, ten times as many square feet as me. So <laughs>
3: yeah, I should have about seventy saws. You know, based on your mm-hmm, square yeah, footage, on your you know saw per square foot mm-hmm. of your shop. Um, yep. But that abrasive saw literally, like, I don't know if there's a problem with mine. It actually like doesn't cut. Like I've tried to cut stuff with it, and it will. It won't go through. Like my angle mm-hmm, grinder so would it? cut shit faster. Like the blade, it's a new, brand new blade. It would not go through. It would just heat up and like, just not do anything. It was like binding or something. I don't even know. Oh, Smell so hate. bad. Those They're saws. terrible. I they really are.
1: Fucking hate those saws. And it's so funny because I literally remember the first time I was like, Dad, I need to cut this metal, and he was like, oh, Okay, I have a saw, and he pulled that saw it and paused. Dad, know if you're you gonna saw burn it, the but... house down. That that metal cutting saw that I have is from literally from 1985. It oh says 1985 on it, and my dad probably like bought it new in 1985. So it's 35 years old. Wow! And it wow. still works. Um, yeah. But you know, it's it's like eighty. The idea. Thirty
2: five years ago. Yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah. Holy
1: fuck. The idea of using that in a shop is oh, it's so insane. insane to That's me. an only an you know?
3: outdoor saw.
1: Yeah. But if you go to a commercial job site where guys are cutting studs, they're yeah. always cutting metal studs with those saws because they're fast and they don't, you know, if you try to cut metal studs with one of those carbide tooth saws, if they It'll catch get, the web, yeah. Yeah. they go flying. So you got to cut with an abrasive saw. So you got to yeah. breathe that shit in. Or if all you have day.
3: hard Smell material, so bad. like really, like I know I've been yeah. in shops where they have like legit. Abrasive saws, like big Mm -hmm. stationary ones for inside. Yeah, like Kalamazoo's. Kalamazoo's make Kalamazoo makes nice ones. You know, hardened material. I'm assuming, which stuff you just can't cut with any type of saw blade. You know, Um,
1: I mean, and if you're like a blacksmith shop, and you're even even if you quench mild steel, it'll get harder than regular mild steel. So even if you're like a blacksmith shop, and you're making tapers, and you got to cut them off, like you can't cut them on a bandsaw. If you once you quench that red hot material. In water, you're going to add some... Even if you just surface harden it, you'll yeah. kill your bandsaw blade. So you have to use an abrasive saw. You know, like, you got to have one.
3: I got some pretty um, good um, bandsaw blades for stainless. Because, like, stainless will just eat up a regular, you know, run-of-the-mill mm-hmm. bandsaw blade. But I, the blade that came on it was a Starrett blade. That was really good. That mm-hmm. worked. And then I went to, like, a saw blade um, shop in, like, Bridgeport or something... And got like we told them we needed to cut stainless, and they gave us the right ones, and it works really good. Like there's there's some serious blades, but it's nice having. Isn't it nice having the one inch blade? It cuts so straight. Great. Compared to this half. Mine's a one and a quarter.
1: This new one I got. Is it really? It's like I mean, it's all the
3: same. Like Uh, what the difference
1: between one and one and a quarter is like the same shit. Really, when you look at it, but it's like that's one of the things I mentioned in the video. It's like you can tune one of those saws with the half inch blade until you're blue in the face it's still only a half an inch yeah it's still you know it can only do so much you know like um having that one inch and uh you know one inch blade with the amount of tension that you can get out of those big saws like it's the only way to really cut accurately unless you're using a cold saw yeah so but um but yeah no i got a lot of saws so watch the video subscribe youtube.com make everything
2: you're on tv I was on, on TV? TV. Where'd you get arrested?
1: I got arrested. Um, <laughs> I snuck into Tim Allen's house. And, uh, was, no, yeah, I... Uh, it wasn't
2: that guy from uh, 48 Hours, find you, was it? What's his name there? Yeah. Lost him again. To catch a predator? was that guy? Come back there. Come back to us. Did I freeze again? Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, every time freezing. I do the one line, I freeze. Yeah. What's that name? They Chris? might be getting recorded. Guy, Chris, uh,
3: <laughs> oh, it's it's, it's all friend, getting though. recorded. People are going to be listening well, to from... this, and they're going to say, "Why oh, are Chris God. and Paul what? talking like this?" Derek, I could hear I Derek know. fine. I
2: must have got a hundred. I must have got a hundred messages last week. So oh you yeah, sounded a little off. I'm so
1: late, yeah. yeah, so let me address that real quick. You know, forty-five minutes into this, ep- fifty minutes into this episode. So last week's episode was messed up, and now um, the new way that we are hosting the podcast, I have a lot more control over the actual episode file. So I was able to go in and fix it around like probably like 1130 or 12 o'clock. But a lot of these podcast services that you listen through download the episode in the morning. So even after I fixed it, most people are still listening to the downloaded version. Yeah. Which is why a lot of people like somebody messaged me today. They were like, hey, your episode's messed up. I was like, "Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, you know,
3: that one's kind of a lost cause. Go. I mean, we whatever. Are I fixed it. we still making it.
2: money off the new service? Or?
1: Um, No, we have to do that. Oh, by the way, anybody listening, if you're interested in advertising through the Handmade yeah, Podcast, exactly. we get uh, about 7 million listeners per episode, so our ad I rates actually are have very to talk reasonable. to somebody. I have to yeah. talk to somebody about that. And I actually, um, uh, in the background while we've been recording, because I, I can't sit still, I just created the Handmade Podcast Patreon, and where you can contribute to help support us. Oh, did you really? Throw some did money in really? the tip cup. Or donate one thousand dollars a month and have access to the pre and post show, the unrecorded yeah. segments of nonsense. Um, but yeah, no, I was on does, I was on what TV if last week.
2: Yeah, I'll let them in. If somebody you. gives <laughs> us a thousand dollars
1: a month, I will let them into yeah. this recording session. They can hang out. Yeah. and they can listen our to cr- us bullshit.
2: Our careers will be over. <laughs>
1: Derek's I'll make gonna him sign, start... like, I'll, you know what? I'll, I have to put in there, I'm going to make them sign an NDA. If they pay the yeah, 1000 yeah, a month, they yeah, can yeah, listen to yeah. the pre and post show, but they can never disclose that's what right. they hear. All right. All Derek's right, going to start an OnlyFans.
3: He's going to charge $1,000 a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: that's a good plan. I think that's a really good idea. Dude,
3: some of those girls are like multi millionaires. Yeah. From that. Yeah. Like, it's not a bad gig, I guess, you know? All right, back to the TV show.
1: Yeah. I was on <laughs> so TV. It happened. wasn't an OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> I was, I, I appeared on um, the History Channel's new show, How'd Assembly Required. I did do fairly doing? well. Um, you did really good that I had, Considering I had uh, $250,000 worth of equipment at my disposal and my competitor was <laughs> in his driveway. <laughs> a homeless guy. Oh. Uh, that, Listen, poor poor Mike. That poor um, guy. And he seemed like a really nice guy. Oh dude, Mike guy, was I, very yeah. nice. Great guy. I only Great got guy. to talk to him for a couple of minutes. Um so the and and they don't I it's it's interesting because the first episode they kinda touched on this, but then they don't really mention it again. But for anybody wondering, I never interacted with that person. I didn't see their project as they were building it. I didn't know what he built until the episode aired on TV. That's crazy. I had literally wow. zero idea. You didn't see um, that? Similar to Forged and Fire, though, You didn't though, see that Paul. tarp I mean, up there? You didn't know there? what the other guy built. No. <laughs> the, the, the landscape cloth. <laughs> Um, like, but Forge and Fire, you didn't see what the other guy built, but you at least got an idea of his skill set, you know. Like while you guys were working on the sh- episode, you know, yeah, like, yeah. So I, I had nothing, uh, no context. I didn't know what the guy did. I didn't know what his skill set was, what his shop was, but you know,
3: I, you Listen, know, again, I said it on my. That's Instagram. who they matched you up with. What the hell? They people exactly. want you to do? I mean, that's on that's exactly. on that's their fault. I mean, you know. Yep. You never know what's going to happen. The thing was yeah, so like... Do no. you feel bad beating him up?
1: I mean, you know what? I don't <laughs> know that I feel bad, but if I was him, I would be... I would have a, uh, I would have some feelings about the way I, I think, was unfairly I think Lincoln, matched.
2: Lincoln should send him a plasma table. I think that everyone ball. should have a
1: plasma table um check out uh episode three of assembly required to see how versatile the lincoln electric product line <laughs> is one. and how it can push you to success dude at yeah. one point yeah. one of make the your, i think it was tim
3: allen he goes or somebody it might have been richard they go god these two guys could not be more different i'm like yeah. like one's out in the driveway kneeling and the other one's typing yeah, shit right. on the plasma table Oh, oh my god. Classic. My
1: brother, yeah. my brother who, you know, he doesn't know anything about tools. He's yeah. like, "So yeah, it looked like you had like a lot more stuff than the other guy." I go, "Dude, I said one clip is him pushing wood through the table saw on the ground and the next clip is me using a $26,000. Tw-
3: <laughs> my brother goes, "How much is that thing?" <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, it was um, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I, the the thing that the thing that uh, got gets me now is that if you watched the show, episode two, the guy that won episode two, you know, he had like a like a nice TIG machine and he had a yeah. plasma cutter and you know, like there were other people involved in the competition that were far more um, evenly suited from a like tooling yeah. standpoint. Um, yeah. And and I know when I talked to you guys about this before I before I went on the show, that I had this I had this fear that I was going to be matched up against somebody with, like, a really modest shop and that it was going to make me look worse because mm-hmm. this person was going to be able to make something amazing and when they went to judge it, they would go like, wow, this guy had, you know, two sticks and a rock and look at this amazing thing and Chris has, like, a, you know, NASA facility and, you know, <clears throat> yeah. his is, like, shit. You thought
3: they could have been um, harder on you because of that potentially yeah, they would have exactly. nitpicked your stop yeah is
2: it is it is it true next season you're going up against a 10 year old kid <laughs> oh
3: my god <laughs> <sighs> oh. oh jesus god. christ <laughs> i'm 10 year old listen guys kid. at least now yeah. i know how to trim hedges that are really high up you know yeah yeah, I know. yeah it's perfect I learned a lot uh, during well, that episode. It, it
1: was it was
2: fun, and, um, and you know to check the float, dude. That's actually a great tip. Always check the float. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. What is it? You need fuel, fuel, air, and spark. That's it.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. The fire hold hold on. Fuel, something. air, and spark.
3: This is something I thought about when you went to go turn. And they got. And they got, and they got and there was the same situa- oh, situation. Oh, that was for edited. You edited the edited, sound, edited. right? Why the hell the would edit, they do editors. that?
1: Editors. Why would they edit? the guy editing it has never used a gasoline engine or driven a car, I'm like, apparently. it's still
3: going to turn over. Like, just because you took the, the float was screwed up. <laughs>
1: five funny. messages on Instagram. Five messages. Almost all of them reading the same thing. Why do they got to do How that How did the shit? float affect the ability for the thing to turn over? I know. And I go, and, um, <laughs> what they didn't show, which is hysterical uh, and, uh, this this was like just me not knowing what I was doing. So I I never driven a zero turn mower before. Yeah. Um. So once I got it started, I couldn't get it to drive. I couldn't get it to move. Oh really? So I thought that there was something else wrong with it. Turns out there's uh like they're they're called neutral pins. Uh-huh. So on the back of the mower, oh, there's yeah. two pins that you have to move.
3: Yeah. But they're
1: not labeled. They're just these like they're these little these tiny little pieces pins. of
3: like wire. And you pins. just have
1: to move them a little bit. And yeah. it, once you move them, then you engage the transmission. I didn't know that, so I got the thing running, dude. I spent at least an hour. I disassembled <laughs> the rear we, rear wheels. I wasted so much time, and then I'm well, like, dude, "Oh, you took you the be wheels
3: here. off the mower, dude?
1: I jacked the whole thing oh, up, took the wheels God. off, adjusted the clutch because there's yeah. there's a there's a, uh, a centrifugal clutch that when you push the throttles forward, it oh, engages Jesus the wheels. Christ. Took that whole. I took everything apart, and then I, I found those pins. And I, I then I started driving it. I was like, "You got to yeah. be kidding me!" I
3: have a um, like a shitty version of a zero turn. It's not shitty, but it's like like not. It's got a steering wheel, so it's like not as cool. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. an, it's a Cub Cadet like lawnmower. And it's got yeah. a steering wheel, but it is a zero turn. It works the same way. And yeah, and you have those two little pins in the back, so you could push it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, disengage the transmission and push it, and then if you need to yeah. use it, you put the pins back in. But that's crazy. Yeah. And of course, the person I mean, has no idea. You know,
1: no, and and it's funny too because like you know he's not allowed to say anything to me. But at one point, I looked at him and I'm like, dude, am I like, like I, I said, like if I can't figure out how to drive this thing, like uh, like you know somebody's gonna have to give lend, lend me a hand here. And I'm like, I don't know if if I and and he's like, I can't I can't tell mm. you. And he didn't fucking know yeah. anyway. But um, mm. you know, uh, at least I didn't have to bust out the manual. So mm. sorry. <laughs> um i never i never touched that goddamn uh, be, be man. user's manual yeah be a man be a man <laughs> yeah um but you know it was a fun experience i don't know I, I i gotta say i really appreciate everyone's support on it and it's been like i've gotten a, a million messages and so many people it's... like went out of their way to watch it and it you know that really means a lot so i watched it twice like, I watch it again the next night a ton of money <clears <clears yeah <throat> Yeah. So now that I uh, now that I am the see you know it doesn't sound as good, Paul. Like you're a forged and fire champion. Like that sounds good. Like what am I, uh-huh. Like, an assembly required idiot? So yeah, <laughs> I you I don't cool, tool bag. I did get that cool uh, that cool iFixit toolkit. It's a nice yeah. toolkit. Um, yeah, nice. I don't even have the goddamn mower though. Um, that's yeah. They could have gave it like in the in a dumpster somewhere. I mean, there's such no, cheap it, bastards it was, these
3: people, right? Uh-huh. It, like, probably, it was fun. It's probably a multi-million dollar show. <laughs> Can you give a little more Absolutely. prize money? Probably like twenty right? million dollars, right? Five thousand dollars. I'll um, tell you one thing, you know. though. I was a little shocked when I pulled up to the Forge and Fire Studios of how low budget things were for the biggest show on the network at mm-hmm. the time. I mean, I don't know if it still is, but like,
1: yeah. But did they film it on iPhones? Dude, because, they're uh, in like Florida. Oh, they filmed my that. episode on an iPhone,
3: <laughs> and it wasn't that low budget. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but they film in a warehouse that like when a train would go by there was a train track like right behind the thing they they'd have to go all right cut the train's coming by quiet on the (laughs) side yeah the train and then it flooded it rained and the whole place flooded so we had to go back to the green room because there was (laughs) like filming in my shop dude yeah we filmed it in chris's shop um and then like you go out to the judges have these this trailer like normally you know tv stars and movie stars have like their own trailer the judges had this one trailer with like jail cells in it it was literally like a five-by-maybe seven-foot little <laughs> Jail cell. cells. Yeah. And each judge, they had like a chair and like a little table or something in there. I'm like, this is what these guys are doing for like three months every single day for for nine hours a day? I'm like, this is insane. Like, I would not want to be on that show. I if
1: those guys get paid.
3: Not enough to do that. They must do okay. I
1: mean, I mean they got to uh, get, you know... Money. So, I mean, you know, they got to get what, ten thousand, twenty thousand an episode. I would hope. I hope. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, listen. I mean, it's I, been I, on long enough. I
2: wonder yeah. if that's why yeah. they change it up. You know, not the same guys. Yeah. Well, now <laughs> they have
1: a new host. That guy, the uh, the guy that was on with you, Paul. Yeah. What was the name of the dude?
3: Will um, something.
1: Yeah, he's not there anymore. There's a new guy.
3: I saw that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because it's funny because I watching the History Channel because I was on that channel. I saw all the ads for the new Forged of Fire um but yeah i don't know i i talked to uh we have we have a friend who was on forged and fire and who was uh thinking about going on assembly required as well sounds like we're gonna have a couple of friends on season two of assembly required oh really um there's a bunch of i've been getting a lot of messages from people that are like hey you know i'm i'm definitely like they're 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 telling me that i'm like a shoe in i i'm gonna do it what do you think and i just tell them i go listen if you got seven days of your life to spare and you should do it you know like um but it's i don't know I, I felt like and i and i've said this before like i felt like i had real proving ground on this one like i couldn't lose that episode like no. i couldn't you know like and especially and, and i did it to myself like i've built Derek that reputation if you,
3: if you lost we were gonna have to kick you off the podcast
1: that's it i mean dude did you see what eric from hand tool rescue wrote on my instagram when i first announced that i was on it he goes you know if you don't win you have to change your name right (laughs) and he like he's 100 percent right i mean it's like yeah like that's why i don't think i can do it again how about like i can't go on it it again
3: i make make some
2: some things some stuff almost everything How how about the kid that didn't make it like, he, yeah. like, yeah, like, dude. it's just so weird. Well, like. I have
1: I have something I can tell you guys in the after show about okay. that, which I think was part of the reason why he didn't uh, get a chance to move forward. But it's funny because and Paul, you know, you being on Forge and Fire, um, you know, a like lot in the first for the after show on that. Oh, experience. yeah. Was, was, but... what, was he a
2: Trump supporter? Is that why? Or... <laughs>
1: The first, the first round of Forge and Fire, and er almost every episode I've ever seen, someone doesn't finish and they get eliminated. Yeah, and that was honestly what I was thinking going into this because I was like thinking I was like, well, if I just finish, you know, like that at least gets me something. I wasn't so thrilled about how they made it look like I squeaked by like by the skin of my teeth because that. Let's be real. Let's be real. That, that dude's tray did not go an inch and a half. The only reason um, why that his is some tray, Okay.
3: Number one, it didn't go an inch and a half, and the only reason why it moved was because it was flopping around. That was the so, dumbest test. I'll say. I'll say this so you don't get in trouble for the thing. You, whatever that you designed. <laughs> that was so dumb because because I would have done exactly what you did. I would have made it stiff so in case. You know, they dropped mm-hmm. some huge... Tri- who even knew they were dropping things? I thought they might have, so
1: liked- I, So, I, well, listen, mm-hmm. I knew they were going to drop weights, but nobody yeah, told me, and I want to let they you were 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 finish. Gonna drop nobody bugs. told me the... Well, no one told me what the judging was. No one said, oh, we want it to move as much as possible. Yeah. No one said that. Otherwise, I would have made that shit loose as yeah, shit. It would have moved 10 inches. <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: Take the fucking springs out. I could have put rubber bands in it. Yeah,
3: who knew they were going to drop a pebble on it? I mean... <laughs> how stupid. They didn't even know... Dude, they uh, didn't know what that hell I mean, uh, a laser, and they were gonna pause the the screen to see where the mm-hmm. laser went. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's what you have to do when you're trying to. Do and it. Then, and then wise ass and Tim pandemic. Allen,
1: wise ass Tim Allen, saying, "Well, Chris, you barely made it by on this one." I'm like, you know what, bro? Oh you... yeah, that happened. All it. right, I made I made a goddamn food tray using RC car springs and a block of wood. <laughs> Give me a break. But anyway, uh, that's. There's a there's a whole. I, I want to know how much I can and can't say publicly. I mean, at this point. Well, you, you said, know, a <laughs> said a good amount. I've said um, a good amount, but lot. whatever. I didn't listen. I didn't. Uh, I didn't expose anything like real dirty. You know. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if I can share. I have like really good pictures of the thing I built too, mm-hmm. and like I want to know if I can share those. You know, and I have like a video of all the features because like they showed like half of the shit, but
2: yeah.
1: Anyway. What else you guys got coming up? Derek, what's next for you? I see you got your uh, brewing signs are looking really nice.
2: Yeah. Um, no, I you know what? I have a sign I have to work on that I swore I was going to do this weekend. It's for a friend of mine. Um, his wife's having twin boys. Nice. And uh, 3D um, carved signs, and I swore I was going to start them this weekend, and I didn't. I just kind of got – sidetracked today just the day kind of got away from me i had to go to my accountant and, and i helped Graz this morning and next thing you know it's sunday night and you're doing a podcast and uh so i guess next weekend that, that'll happen yeah yeah before you know it I get away from you but um but no i, I really don't have much going on I, I gotta like i said i gotta do those signs and um that's it. I want to have them done because next weekend is, um, that, I think that's the Saturday they have in the thing up at the Blackthorn. Nice, yeah. And, um, yeah, you're not going to be around, right? You said, no,
1: I, I wish uh, I could, but I, uh, I'm i going to be, Angela and I are taking a road trip down to Georgia, um, yeah. so I'm going to miss it, but I'll go to the next one. It's probably going to be cold, <laughs> so <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. I won't be so upset. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be I mean, fun. I hope everyone else goes and enjoys it
2: yeah i mean i might take a ride up for the day just because mm-hmm. i i want to meet uh luke and priscilla i got to drop their sign oh yeah all them and stuff so i want to try to get up there but i don't know if it's gonna happen it's just i got shit going on and then i get other things going on next month that i just gotta get things done so
1: yeah it's That's tough i mean it's you know it's a trip and then you know once you're there it's like you know, you're not yeah. gonna go and say hi and shake hands and leave. Yeah, you're gonna be. It's yeah, like two yeah. days of your life go by. Yeah, yeah. Once
2: exactly. you get out there, exactly. So, but no, that's. I don't really have much going on. How about you, Paul? What do you got going on?
3: Um, well, truck just, bed central. Just, just yeah. yeah, just working, trying to get the truck done, trying to get these these canopy things done. There's like just a yeah. million pieces of these, but we're we're making. Oh, progress. did you get
1: the black galvanizing sample back? I'm interested. Yeah, in that. dude,
3: they sent a sample and it was like literally on a piece of paper, and it looks like gloss black, <laughs> like something you'd see on a car. I'm like, is this really what this looks hmm. like? I don't. Know, I, I I'm confused. So, I guess huh. that's what we got to go with because that's that's the black. But it, uh, I can't imagine it would be that shiny. You know, it looks like you're. You know, it looks like just a black hmm. car. And clear.
1: galvanizing is so matte. Galvanizing Dude, so is such m- like yeah. a dead, flat well, uh, thing.
3: at first, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, freshly galvanized material. It's super shiny. It's got a rough mm. texture, but it's very shiny. And in, like, a week, mm. it's dull. You know, it oxidizes, yeah, i sure. Yeah, it turns dull quick. But mm. So I don't know if it comes out really shiny and then it'll dull up quick. I, I think it's going to end up being matte, like, no matter what. Even if it comes out gloss, it'll turn into matte. So,
1: mm interesting um i don't know um yeah that'll be so are you guys gonna do a uh, Are you guys gonna send a physical sample like a real piece before you just send the whole load or are you just gonna run um, off of that and just
3: i, I go don't for it? i don't know because i think this is the only option they wanted black galvanizing and like yeah. i think that, do it <laughs> yeah i mean plus they want them really soon so that's like that'll take forever if you've got it know send stuff up there wait for it to be done pick mm-hmm. it up bring it back to them like they want this stuff as soon as possible
1: well yeah um, the season's about to start yeah it's exactly like time to start so we'll clubbing.
3: we'll give them the sample that we got um and we'll you know see what they say um but i think this is the only option for black galvanizing and that's what they requested is, is black galvanizing so um we'll see we'll see what happens
1: Hmm. all right interesting i'm very interested in seeing where that yeah me like, too comes from you know um how it looks and because it's just it's such a, a unique thing and i'd be interested in seeing i mean you're getting a huge volume so I'll, you know obviously the cost will be different but i'm interested yeah. in seeing how you how it prices out and all that
3: yeah yeah i gotta um, i gotta look at that i think we got prices back like estimates based on the amount of material we have you know mm-hmm. but it'll be a little bit different once they weigh it there and, and figure that out but yeah
1: hmm. cool so, yeah, I don't really have anything major going on. We, we did just bid this big mono stringer. And um, actually, Paul, I'm, I mean, you've never really rolled tubing, so maybe you're not the right person to ask. But yeah. I just bid on uh, two bike racks for outside a tattoo parlor, and they're 36-inch round um, circles. Uh-huh. Um, one is a peace sign, and the other one is like a big heart.
3: Oh, I see. And I've
1: been thinking about either – You know, it's like my first thought is to like roll tubing, but it's such a tight circle. I think the tubing will get really distorted. But then the other option is cut them on the plasma table and then just weld the whole thing. But I just feel like it's going to be so much welding and grinding.
2: No, that's what you should do. That's like the big thing around here in Boston. They're all like Mm. flat plate. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean weld the whole thing? Like,
1: well, they he wanted like a tubular look, so they were going to be one by two rectangle tube. Uh-huh. So if I were to replicate that with flat, I would have to cut the, oh. the the two faces and then just weld and just bend the material on the inside and outside. You know, oh, I see unless what you're I saying. made them out of like unless I made them. Oh, out I was of thinking like five eighths. Yeah, yeah, unless I, was I just made them say, out of five eighths. Yeah, that's
2: what they have around Boston. It's like half inch plate. That's what yeah. I would yeah. do. The shape of a heart with holes in it and
1: stuff mm-hmm. to put bike locks on. This They're one's everywhere. just going to be like a heart. So maybe I should just yeah. do it out of maybe I should just do it yeah, out of that's a what I'd do. half inch plate that's and I'll, what I'll just do. make them a little thicker so they have some nice mass to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be cheaper because then it's just me basically just plasma cutting exactly. two shapes and calling it a day. Because um, otherwise I got to charge them for like all this welding and blending. But you know, um, I don't know. They're going to be powder coated too, so they have to mm-hmm. be clean. You know, I can't like you know the powder. They're going to be gloss powder too, so they're going to show every little thing that's. Wrong with them if I have a pinhole or something, you know, it's going to show up. Yeah, I would. Um,
3: I would just do them out of plate. That would be the easiest. Yeah, but
1: we're we're bidding we're bidding a couple different things right now, and then um I should be have I should have my skid steer up at the property in like probably two to three weeks. Oh, that'll be cool. And then hopefully, like with the weather getting better, you know, can get up there and maybe do a little bit of work up there because I really want to like build something.
3: Yeah, we got to cut some trees down.
1: yeah, I, exactly. i got to cut a bunch of trees down. I want to, you know, like, clear some of the land up top. i got to get that guy out there to knock the house down. You know, there's just, like, so much to do. The days go by so send fast. send Mike the but... fireman right up Tell there to burn it
3: down. It. He'll burn it down.
1: Hey, listen. You know, if it burns, it burns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, we could drive, drive Jimmy's new backhoe right through that thing, dude. The thing about, the like, the, the Bobcat the is that I'll back. just get it stuck. You know, like, I'll just get it stuck in there, mm-hmm. but... I'm excited to get that machine. That'll be a lot of fun. That'll be fun. Um, we got to just go up and, like, have a, t- have a day with it, you mm-hmm. know? Because um, why wouldn't we?
3: Yeah.
1: You know? So, and hopefully, some, you know. Some
3: dirt bike jumps.
1: Listen, dude, you got to bring your... Get some pit your, bike. Uh, I got to get my bring, sister's bring little little
3: pit bike. Uh, little Yamaha 110 mm-hmm. CC <laughs> dirt bike that she uses but, at uh, horse shows.
1: What have you guys been watching while we wrap this up?
3: Oh. Well,
1: Oh jeez. Anything?
3: I di- I must uh, have watched something. I've been listening to a new podcast with um it? it's, it's two comedians, uh Chris you know Chris De Stefano and mm-hmm. Sal from Impractical Jokers. You know that show? Mm hmm.
1: I've only seen it a couple times.
3: It's it's pretty funny. The podcast. It's called Hey Babe. Like that's what they call that's what they say when they mm-hmm. like see each other. I guess, but that's what they called the podcast. It's pretty funny. Like they all they have good stories. Like crazy shit. <laughs> like one time, speaking of Russians, um, Chris worked on like those. They have boats, I guess, in, in New York City that go out and you could have like parties on the boat and stuff. And they come back. Like they just go out for the night and come back. And I guess he his his girlfriend's father owned a boat. And he was a bartender on the boat. He worked for them. And this Russian mob came on. They rented out the entire boat and had like three hundred people there. And they got. They showed up to the bar, and they go, "Okay, we set you up downstairs for the kids. We're we're gonna take over from here." And he goes, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "No, we have our own bartenders. You just go down and pour the kids' drinks, pour them Shirley Temples or cokes or whatever. (laughs) And then, but they have to do a count." I guess they have everyone that comes on the boat, and then when everyone leaves, they have to count to make sure the same number get off the boat. And, of course, he does the count, and there's one less person getting off the boat. And they were all scared because it's the Russian mob, and they didn't want to do anything, so no one said anything. And a week later, he gets a call from the NYPD. They killed somebody on the boat. They threw somebody off the boat. What? Crazy shit, yeah. Like, insane. But they have like they have crazy stories, these two guys. It's oh funny. My, what's the
1: name of the podcast? Hey, hey Babe. Babe.
3: Yeah, it's good. It's wow.
1: Um, yeah, I got a link to that one.
2: My pick isn't really as cool as that. It's <laughs> in, in honor of Paul and his cooking shows. It's it's Cowboy Kent Rollins. Oh, who's on that? YouTube. I don't think Dude, I've seen that. He's like this cowboy guy, like old guy. Mm-hmm. Him and his wife film videos. Dude, he is so funny. He'll go in and buy like a chicken sandwich from Dairy Queen, and <laughs> he recreates it and stuff in his yard. Oh yeah. He's so oh he's he's great. He's just just the way he talks and his like terminology and oh I can just, only imagine the best uh, scrambled
1: eggs. Oh this dude is a legend. This guy came right yeah. out of like the old west. Hold on, what's oh, yeah. his
2: name? Let me look. Oh him yeah, up. he's classic. Like he, cowboy
1: he le- Kent Rollins, R O L L I N S.
2: He legit like worked the chuck wagons back in oh the day.
3: yeah oh my god this guy really is a freaking <laughs> cowboy i love it yeah oh yeah that's funny oh yeah oh dude he's got a thing big
2: a he's like smoking cigarettes while, while cooking that's the only thing you make it cooler you know it's
1: so funny when i see a guy like that right because he's got a <laughs> 1.6 million subs Jeez. right yeah. this dude if you told this guy like five years ago that one day he'd be making a living making videos for youtube he'd probably be like what is youtube yeah exactly yeah yeah and this dude is got he's got look he's got faith family and the feast he's got a book (laughs) um but yeah no he's uh he looks good i'm gonna watch his video yeah um my pick of the week is is tool related it is uh and you guys might have watched this already i think i sent it in the group chat but you guys see Jason's new video that he put out today? No. no. Or was it a couple days ago? What is so it? So Jason from Fireball Tool is moving shops, and I know we've talked about this before, but yeah. he he has to rent a forklift to move his Cincinnati mill that weighs eighteen thousand pounds. Oh, oh, he rents, dude. the The moving of his shit is so unbelievable, and it's the video is the video is like it's it's not really very technical, but it kind of is at the same time. He's moving his his uh. He had to move his um, water jet tanks and he talks. He had 20,000 pounds of used garnet in the base of his water jet tank that got sucked out by that sucker truck. It's just his, his, the shit he does is so entertaining. Um, And I I, I hope to God that his new shop is his and it's not a rental because I know his old shop he was renting Mm -hmm. because I hope he never has to move again. Just in the cost of the rigging and the forklift rental and the trailers and just. The time to move his shit has got to be gotta be, the only he's thing gotta worse be in than the moving, tens of thousands of dollars. The only thing
3: worse than moving that shop would be moving your shop.
1: <laughs> oh no, dude. This guy, this is way worse than moving my shop.
3: Yeah. I don't know. You gotta
1: watch this. Dude, the Heister forklift that he had to rent, he talks about how he only rented it for an hour because <clears throat> it was so expensive. Oh my and god. And he's literally like down to the minute. Trying to move this Cincinnati mill because the mill weighs eighteen thousand pounds, and the biggest forklift he could rent only lifted twenty-two thousand pounds. Wow! But it's it's twenty-two thousand pounds at a twenty-four inch load center, yeah. and he's moving a huge machine. Oh. So he's like, I might tip this forklift. He's like, this the big you, the the size of this thing is unreal. It barely fits in the door of his shop. It, it almost That's how seems big it
3: like is. it would make more sense just to hire a rigging company company to move it all, like instead of trying to do it yourself, right? Yeah. I don't know but I mean he, it's
1: also for him it's content and like you know true. he enjoys it that's you true. know like I mean that video the video that I'm talking about in particular um, you know it, like I watch the whole thing like minute for minute and I don't really like the, I almost fast forward through every single video I watch because I have no patience but this is 15 minutes I, I would have watched I watched it like captured the whole time because it was so entertaining to me mm. so like I feel like for him it's worth it like why pay a rigger when you can make the video and you know That's if true. the video goes viral he could make 10 grand on it you know
4: yeah
1: um but like the the just like he moves his big uh washong lathe that huge oh, lathe wow. he uses he moves the big shaper he moves his uh big fadal mill and it's just it's just so entertaining to me and he's it, just got such a crazy setup i really uh, hope that one day i get to go out to washington and like see this place in person if i hit the, the lotto parade?
3: I would just do stuff you like that. He did not that. use an
1: engine crane. Oh, 100%. Like, I would just have a big-ass like, shop I would and just, just move heavy all shit around. I would just all cool
3: machinery like that and just, yep. just make, you know, because you, you, you would be able to afford to take a month to make a project and, like, mm-hmm. make it perfect. Like, yeah. you know, like, that would be that yep. really nice. You could really make some amazing shit, like, if you had all the time in the world. Not saying he does. Yeah. I mean, he, he's doing it as a yeah. you know, business, and he's yeah. – but I'm just saying, like, if if I hit the lottery, like, I would take, like, mm-hmm. a year and and just make the—restore the best car I could. Like, stuff like that. It would be so yep, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Or make a totally I mean, like custom motorcycle or, you know.
1: did I mean, the big vice he made with, like, the, the stuff's incredible handle, the, the French polished wood. Like, that must yeah. have taken him weeks. Everything's perfect. Yeah. And, you know, he just does it.
3: It's, it was pinstriped. The go-kart drum. belt grinder was one of my favorites. I mean, that thing's unreal.
1: How do we already have— a patron on our patreon how, much how could you, that how be? much did
3: you charge are you charging I our
1: friend glenn liquors it's has so joined fun. our wow. hand he is our first patron shout out us? to glenn i don't uh, know how you put the thousand dollar post show. it probably set, yeah it probably oh you know what because i i joined it as a patreon too as a oh. patron too um you know, so I'm just funneling. This is how I'm going to hide my income. I'm going to funnel gonna money from the my money own in. backside. yeah, launder our Patreon. Um, but uh, shout out to Glenn. Shout out to Glenn, a, a true supporter of the three of us, and and just you know, just a good guy. Well, now we I got to do. Actually, we didn't think
3: this through. We got to do oh, another podcast then for patrons. What do
1: you mean? no we're not doing this is just donations no, just,
3: only no, yeah yeah this is yeah. just this is
1: just yeah, only. this is the tip cup tip cup this is a tip cup oh, the tip God. cup they but know it's this? funny because patreon i think is getting a little greedy because i tried to make the beginning tier one dollar and it was like we highly recommend you make it at least three dollars wow. which just means that they're just pulling a little more of a vig off of you because you know yeah. they make 20 percent, i think something nine percent i don't know we give well, they're them probably thinking
3: about it and they're like well if anyone's gonna pay one dollar chances are they'll pay three and that's triple yeah. the money and it doesn't matter really no. to the patron or the the you know
1: i know somebody recently told me that i should raise my patreon rate um oh shit and i completely I, I still I haven't subscribed to it's it fine. i it's need fine. to go do it I, I need to
3: get these deals though
1: yeah i know well i just <laughs> listen i just posted a good one and it's probably a little small for you but there's a eight a four foot finger break you know, oh that's like nice all to the have yeah four foot finger break 300 bucks where New is Jersey it with oh, all the fingers Oh, okay huh. uh morristown it's an enco so it's like not not anything like really special but yeah still like i and i write and it's funny when i post on the patreon i always write like a comparison i sold a four foot 16 gauge finger break two years ago for 1800 wow. so 300 bucks is 100% worth it yeah um to go and buy so huh. I, you know I, I post some stuff on there so if you're interested sign up for the uh make everything patreon patreon.com slash make everything um <laughs> and uh i'm raising the the minimum so if you uh you if you missed out quick. you're screwed <laughs> um so anyway i think that's about it all right well thanks everybody for listening and uh we'll see you guys next week
0: thank you